Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self, and I am excited about today's topic. It is something that I haven't talked about yet in the show, which is kind of crazy because I've been going at this for over a year with so many episodes. I'm surprised I haven't come come about it. That's not what I wanted to say. I'm going to leave it in. But anyway, um, so, but before I get to that, I just encourage you to come join me in my little mindset motivational party that I like to have on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Or if you'd like to talk to me in the voice flesh on Clubhouse, I am at Sabrina J Perozo. Or send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me, uh, Real Positive Girl Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I would love to talk to you, hear from you, and sometimes I give out coffee gift cards if you do contact me. But in regards to what we're talking about today, today we're talking about it's perfectly okay to cry. So sometimes you just can't help it, and sometimes you are just overwhelmed with emotions and feel like the best release you can have is crying. And you know, I totally agree with this. I even cried today. I'm not kidding. I cried today because I had kind of a stressful day and I just needed to let it out. And it was going to be the best way for me to release my, leave, relieve my stress in the moment. And you know, I have always felt this way, even when I was told that crying is unacceptable and displays weakness. Yep. That's what I was told when I was growing up. It's because I always feel at least a little bit better after getting the cry out and will feel worse over time if I don't release the emotion somehow. And at least crying, you know, you can do that anywhere. Like other other things that I do to like release this kind of stress and pain would be to work out. But, you know, I don't always have an opportunity to lift weights or even go for a run and sometimes maybe not even a walk, right? Um, a good walk usually will help me because if I'm able to just get my body moving, I'm just like, okay, I can release this. But even then, I usually will still cry. I'll still cry and then do something else to get the rest of it out. It just feels so good. I feel really relieved. Um, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, you know? So for me growing up, I was told not to cry. And I'm sure this has happened to many other people. Um, And, you know, it's because it can be seen as a weakness, as most displays of emotion and vulnerability can be seen this way. And it's not tolerated by a lot of people or families. You know, I know a lot of people that I grew up with, and they had families where they had to be tough. They had to have this really steel, tough exterior, no crying, no whining, no complaining, no, you know, and I don't, I don't endorse complaining or whining, um, but sometimes you need to vent and let your emotions out. But, you know, the crying part, I'm like, you should let them cry, but, you know, let me be over here and mind my business. Um, But did this happen to you? Did you feel like growing up or at some point in your childhood, uh, young adulthood, that People were telling you that it's it's inappropriate to cry. You know, you're weak if you cry. It's displaying your vulnerability is stupid. Like, these are the things that I have been told and I've witnessed in other people's lives. Um, so my father wanted us, me and him, to always look like a strong little family, which included not being affected by anything that happened to us. My father was definitely a reactive type, so he would react with anger. Um, 
you know, at home towards me, um, or towards sometimes the woman that he was dating at the time. Uh, but in any other situation, it was all smiles and rainbows and pretending like he was the best single dad ever. Um, and that there were no problems. And his kid was like shining gold star, perfect princess, everything. Uh, it was a lot to live up to because I wanted to cry and be sad, but it was just like, no, buck up, you know, we got to do this together. And I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I'm sure there's other kids that went through that, whether your parents, whether you were raised by a single parent or not like me. Um, well, I was raised by a single parent. I said that backwards, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that you've, some people have gone through this or you know someone in your life that has gone through this, but I want you to know that it doesn't have to be this way at all. You can be emotional you can cry. You can be vulnerable and still be seen and considered to be a strong and capable person. It doesn't diminish who you are or what you're capable of either. It's it's a normal human function and reaction to whatever causes you to have those feelings. Again, it's normal. Crying is normal. It's a normal human response to pain, frustration, sadness, so many emotions. And, you know, it's brought out by different experiences dependent on the individual, you know. People are going to cry about things that are sad, things that make them angry, things that make them happy. It kind of freaks my husband out when I decide to cry. I don't decide, rather. It just wells up in me. Uh, when I'm happy, <laughs> when I have happy tears, it's and it just really, like, kind of freaks him out. But it, I'm always like, it's okay. It's happy tears. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. It's just... I feel like I'm I'm a very emotional person and I'm okay with that. I used to not be okay with that, but I am okay with it now. And I've been okay with it for a few years. And I just encourage you that if you feel like you are struggling with this, where you feel like you can't be your true emotional self that you may be hiding from everyone else, I encourage you to kind of just slowly let it go because you'll just feel so much better. You will feel so much better better. Um, but yeah, so crying is normal. So, so normal. And it's also very helpful for releasing the stress that can come, uh, with these experiences, you know, just like letting it all out. And crying is also a representation of how a rat role rather allowing yourself to cry is also a representation of how comfortable you are with yourself which also demonstrates how important emotional health is to you and can also set the example for others that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to cry. And I think that crying is actually a sign of strength that you are able to be that open and bare without caring what other people think, or at least not caring a whole lot. I know that a lot of times it's very difficult for us to step completely away from, you know, really considering and, you know, wanting to be concerned with what other, other people think about us. But if you're able to really accept that it's okay for you to be vulnerable and experience those emotions, and you will be such a great role model for someone else. And yeah, maybe you don't want to be a role model, but all of us are, whether you want to or not. It's it's a fact that I have been really pushing for the last couple of years, and it was actually some sort of um, I thing I won't go into. It's a social media thing that happened that really got me on my soapbox about we are all role models, whether you chose to be or not. So you really need to be displaying yourself um, in your most true authentic self, okay? And really believe in that and understand that if you are deciding to break the rules and saying that it's okay for you and not others, you're acting hypocritical. And you also suggest 
do what's right. But that's a whole different discussion for another day. Um, But yeah, so crying is so good. You know, it is a sign of strength. Remember that the next time that you have to cry, just remember it's a sign of strength because you're actually letting it out. You're not just keeping it locked in, keeping it tucked away and allowing it to just be all, you know, caught up in your heart and mind and sweeping it under the rug for it to erupt like a volcano someday. Because for sure, if you do that continuously over and over again, it will, it will erupt it will happen. Uh, so you don't want to do that. Just let it go. Just let it be free. And I know it's easier said than done, but like I said earlier, slowly allowing it to, you know, be released out of you will help it become easier and easier over time. So today I want to talk about why crying is a good experience for all of us, you know, children, teens, adults, older people, everyone, anyone and everyone. So today I have like three three reasons basically why crying is great. So the first reason is it's great for self-soothing. According to research, crying releases oxytocin and endorphins, which help you ease the pain you are experiencing and bring calm after it's over. So if you've ever like spent time crying and you know, you just really, especially if you're crying for a while, right? You just find yourself continuously crying for a little bit and then you just you feel like you it's being released the the feelings and the emotions and everything you're going through they do feel like they're kind of pouring out of you and once you you know get to the end of your cry time however long that is just to, so you know you you can cry as long as you need to that is your prerogative um but then you feel better you feel like you've been released you feel like a weight has been lifted off of you and yeah no it's not going to fix everything it's not magic these tears aren't magic but they are going to make you feel a little better and a little bit lighter and you're not carrying around this emotional baggage in addition to whatever else you've been carrying around right and it also brings you calm you know traditionally they say that oxytocin will causes a calm and and that's like that release in you will help you just be calm after the cry and which you can put you in a good headspace to really figure out what you need to do next to fix the situation or move forward from the situation or help someone else with the situation, like whatever it is, because, you know, there's going to be different instances of crying and getting through whatever experience um, is uh, causing you to feel this way, right? So it is great for self-soothing, especially if you feel like you are alone in whatever experience you're going through at the time, whether it's temporary or for a long period of time, you have to deal with this on your own. It's a great way to self-soothe and take care of yourself. The second one I want to mention is crying can help you move forward, which I'm sure you're like, how? It makes you, because I feel like a lot of people look at crying as something that helps you or that causes you to dwell on the situation, on the moment. And I don't think that's true because one thing, sometimes you just like have a memory or something triggers you to remember this experience or remember something that reminds you of maybe if someone has passed or maybe you didn't get the job or maybe you're super excited because you got surprised with something that's super, such a great gift or maybe you're having your first child, like whatever it is, right? Because I'm I'm pretty sure that I cried when my baby came out. Oh my gosh. Yes, I had lots of happy tears. Um, and I think my husband did too. And um, But it does help you move forward. You might think that it causes you to sit in that space and dwell on it, but really you're releasing those feelings. You're releasing them out of your body. You know, crying will help you release the pent-up emotions and not feel the need to hold on to whatever happened, right? Uh, Whether good or bad, 
You know, you're letting it out and letting it out is similar to letting it go and letting things go can really help you move forward in your life again, whether it's positive or negative, because for me, you know, I'm crying because my daughter has just been brought into the world by me and my husband and I'm so excited, but I'm so excited to meet her and move forward to be her mom in person on the outside world and to love her and take care of her, right? But in like a sad situation, also if someone has passed away, like I remember crying a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot when my mom died. Um, but crying multiple times continued to uh, help me take small steps, can like hit small milestones of moving forward to be able to not necessarily like get over her death because, you know, I still miss her after over 20 years, but to be stable enough to remember her in a positive way and not allow it to continuously break my heart as it was for so many years. So every time I was crying and releasing those emotions and those feelings, it was helping me to move forward in dealing with this um, for the future. So I believe that crying can definitely help you move forward. And the last one I want to talk about is crying can restore emotional balance. It's interesting, right? Um, So according to a Yale University research study, crying can help restore emotional equilibrium because whether you are crying because you're happy or sad, which we've discussed how you can do both, it allows your body to recover from such strong emotions by letting it out through tears. So again, if you're experiencing a death in your family, it's a lot of emotions and you have a lot of tears and you're disappointed and sad and I do want to jump into the fact that I know, I know not everyone cries, not everyone feels like they need to cry, but if you feel like you don't need to cry, or you know someone that feels like they don't need to cry, you should ask yourself, or if you're comfortable, ask them, why? Like, why not? And there's no shaming in this. Like, if you just don't want to cry, then fine. Don't do it. You know, you got to do what's best for you. But are you holding something back? Are you purposely not doing it? Again, are you afraid because you think it's going to make you look weak? Think you're going to be too vulnerable? Think you're going to give away who you are and what you're all about, right? Really ask yourself those questions if you feel like you are not crying uh, because maybe you think you're just cool and calm, but you really just have this super tough boundary up that you just didn't even realize was there and you need to kind of break it down so you can actually understand who you are more, create more self-awareness deeper in love with yourself. It sounds like I'm laughing and kidding, which I'm trying to be very light and playful with it, but I'm super serious. Self-awareness is king. Um, So anyway, back to the example though. Crying can restore emotional balance. I don't know why I decided to take that tangent there, but I did. Um, So again, it can restore the emotional equilibrium um, by, you know, recovering, letting, allowing your body to recover from such strong emotions by letting those tears out. So if someone passes away, you know, you're, you're grieving, you're sad, but you're kind of like crying it out. But if you're happy, you got surprised with something super special. You had your kiddo or, you know, you um, are excited that you got into college or, or got a new car or whatever it is, or you're, or you're getting engaged, right? You're getting engaged. I believe I cried at my engagement. Um, you cry and you are having such strong emotions. And by allowing yourself to cry and get those tears out, which is also releasing those emotions, you're able to, 
again, rest help restore your body to that emotional equilibrium, that emotional balance that you need so that you are able to handle whatever comes at you next, good, bad, neutral, whatever it may be. So um, I think crying is fantastic. I think it's so helpful. Um, you know, for the first few years, my husband thought that me crying was like a really bad thing. And I was always telling him, I just need to cry it out. And I always tell my daughter, it's okay to cry. It's totally fine. My husband gets it now. He understands. It's just like a way for me to release uh, my emotions. And even he does sometimes, and which is so great. I think it's so wonderful when I see um, someone I care about, man or woman, uh, that just is so vulnerable to allow themselves to cry and to really release their emotions and feelings. I know that it can cause uncomfortability in other people, even in me sometimes, because you, if you're with someone that you haven't spent a lot of time with, or you don't understand how to, you know, interpret their emotions, you don't know what to do, then you can feel very awkward. But if you are just jump in there and ask them, like, can I do something for you? Or can I comfort you anyway? And that can be really awkward at first. But if you just jump in and try to figure out what you can do, if you just need to sit there and comfort them and to smile with them or hold their hand or give them a hug, um, it, it can make the situation a lot easier. So I can see how it can be super uncomfortable for someone else uh, where you're like, it's okay to cry, but I don't know what to do. Uh, I just got to jump in there and ask them, what do you need to do to help out? So I hope that this has really helped someone because I do find that it seems like this weird taboo thing to not cry, to not let your emotions out, to not just be true and authentic to who you are, especially when it comes to your feelings and emotions. So I want to encourage you to do that and to share that with your friends and family. But that's all I have to say about this topic. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, with me, Sabrina, I hope that this has helped you. Again, thank you so much for listening, downloading, and sharing the show. I really appreciate it. You are helping me make my dreams come true of being hopefully a speaker on stages to encourage and motivate people and also um, write a book and write a workbook and really be able to offer my help in, um, you know, restoring mindset and, you know, really encouraging people to be their true authentic self um, day in and day out as a regular job someday. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at Sabrina J. Perozo or on Clubhouse, Sabrina at Sabrina J. Perozo or an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me, realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.